on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the Qs, and I give you the AFs. You can submit those questions uh, a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, which is fairly new for us, uh, you could drop your questions in the comment section under this episode and make sure you click subscribe and we'll pick some of the uh, questions that y'all leave in the comments for the show as well. So that's how you can do it on the Q&AF episodes. Now, if this is your first time listening, like it is for a few of you every single time, uh, we have multiple different formats inside the show, all right? We have Q&AF. That's what you're going to hear today. That's educational, uh, personal development, how to kick ass in life and business uh, type question and answer generally. I will answer all kinds of different questions, but usually it's personal development themed. Then we have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we talk about current events. We talk about what's going on in the world. We throw up headlines on the screen. We talk about what may be true, what uh, probably isn't true. We speculate on what we think it means. And we have a good time doing it, all right? Then we have Real Talk. Real Talk is five to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. And then we have Full Length. Full Length is what you see on most other podcasts um, where we have a bunch of people in the room and we have a conversation, okay? So that's the format of the show. Now, I do share with you 24 years of business advice, personal development advice, and I give it to you, as always, for free, all right? I don't run ads for the show. I don't run ads on the show. I don't take 30 minutes of your time reading ads and taking money from some shit that I don't even use uh, to put a little extra coin in my pocket, all right? In exchange for that, I would appreciate if you guys would just help us grow the show. If, we, if the show's good, if it makes you laugh, if you learn something, if it makes you think, if it uh, changed your perspective, if you thought it was entertaining, if it wasn't a waste of your time, please help us grow the show by sharing it. So when I say pay the fee, that's what that means. So that's the uh, ground rules of the show and how we do things here. And then, uh, you know, as always, I'm joined by my handsome co-host over here, DJ. Hello, children. What's going on? What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Just been running around today like a fucking animal. Yeah. This whole week, bro. Well, at least you look good doing it. Hey. It could you know, be worse. Yeah, you know what I'm could, saying? That could be ugly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's right. That's no, right. Uh, so <clears throat> we talked about it a little bit. I wanted to, to see if uh, you, you want to talk about it on the air, but you've been, uh, you, you've added something into your daily regimen. Dude, I got to talk about it. And I am, I, I know I've made, all right, look, I, I'll say when I'm wrong. I feel like disclaimer, I've been trying to get you to do, do these things no. for at least a year. Bullshit. You've been doing them occasionally. Yeah, I've been, but I've been right, trying to get look. you to do it. All right, look. So, <laughs> because I will admit when I'm wrong, I have to say, first of all, that I'm sorry for making fun of the people that, that do cold plunges on the internet every day. <laughs> I'd like to apologize to you guys. Because I actually started doing it every day, uh -huh. all right? So I bought a cold plunge, the actual cold plunge brand. Right. Uh, really nice product. We have it here at HQ. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, you know, it's not required, but it's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice product. Yeah. Uh, had it back on the rack in the warehouse for almost a year. No, mm -hmm. actually, fucking two years. Oh, damn. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because when we, ha how, long, how long we had it here at HQ? About two years. However long we had it at HQ, I had one in the back for me. Yeah, about, about that I didn't, yeah. I didn't ever have set up. And uh, so I started talking to my buddy who does it every day and ran a big fucking company. And 
I asked him, I said, well, why do you, why do you do it every day? Like, tell me, tell me about it, bro. Cause this guy's, this guy's a fucking, this guy's a winner. Yeah. Like, you know, and like when I see people that I respect that have done amazing things and they're winning, I want to know, I want to know why. Cause everything someone like that does, they do for a reason. And so I asked him, I said, Hey bro, tell me about this. So he goes on to tell me, he's like, well, dude, look, and he, this guy's about 10 years older than me. Okay. All right. So, uh, and then sold his company, you know, I don't know, a few years ago. But anyway, he was saying, well, dude, look, you know, uh, after running that company for so many years, my nervous system was totally fucking destroyed. He's like, you know, anxiety, depression, fucking, uh, you know, and, and this is true. And any of you guys who are in entrepreneurship, you understand that it never stops. It never sleeps. It, you know, this isn't the this isn't the 1980s where, you know, the CEO clocks out at 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. and nobody can find out where he is because there's no cell phones. There's no fucking technology. Right. This shit never stops. And because it never stops, it really fucks up your life in a lot of ways. And you pay a big price for it. And the price you pay after doing it for 24 years is that you have ridiculous anxiety that you cannot control. Uh, you have low fucking serotonin and dopamine, meaning you're a miserable fuck. All right. And um, you're frustrated all the time and you hate people all the time. And that's pretty much where I was at. And he's, he was telling me, he was telling me this shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, fuck, I know what that's like. Yeah. And, um, and he's like, but here's the thing. He's like, when you get into this cold plunge, that cold temperature uh, starts to re re reprogram your nervous system. And we had to talk about it. And a lot of it has to do with your vagus nerve that's in, the, in, in, your, in your body. When you put cold, you ap apply cold to it, it actually helps increase uh, you know, all the good hormones, the dopamine levels, 200%, and all these different things that make you feel good. So anyway, so he's like, bro, it fucking changed my whole life. He's like, if I, if I had, you know, if I had done this before, I, you know, maybe I would have felt differently, right? Yeah. Not sold a company. So, um, you know, I'm like, fuck it. Well, I'll, I'll fucking try it, right? The first day. I, and I've done these before, right? But I haven't done them committed, like right. meaning every single day. Right. And, you know, when I've done them before, those, I felt fucking great. The first time I ever did one, I did one with uh, Dave Sparks. It was my okay. 40th birthday, except they were all in town for my, it was like a bunch of people. It was Dave uh rob bailey like uh a bunch of my buddies just from you know just my actual buddies in real life were at my house for my 40th and we ended up getting fucking shit faced the night before the actual <laughs> party okay right so like i was super fucked up like i was super like but not at the party the day no, before the day before the party we yeah. had the fucking party the pre-party pre yeah pre-game all right so the pre-party, you know, fuck, I'm 40 now. Right. I fucking wipe me the fuck out. So uh, <laughs> ain't no spring chicken. So, dude, I swear to God, I don't, you're the second person that said that to me today. What, spring chicken? Yes. <laughs> fuck you. Hey, I'll tell, hey, hey. tell you who the other one is. You laugh, but I can't say it on the air. Well, I bet the other one definitely ain't no spring chicken. Uh, no, he's the same age as me. Every <laughs> single person on listening to the show knows who he is. Okay. Every single one. So anyhow, um, he's like, yeah, it changed my life. So I fucking, I said, all right, well, Look, I've, I've done I've done the therapy. That was bullshit, mm -hmm. dude. Like, it's hard to really get therapy from someone who has no fucking idea what it is you're going through. It has never experienced even one day of it, right? So, like, that was bullshit. I fucking stopped that. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're you're shut the fuck up. You know, I get what this is going. You're gonna keep seeing me. Right. I'm never gonna get better, and you just want to keep telling me how the fuck I feel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a fucking three hundred eighty billion dollar industry of bullshit. Yeah. All right. Um, so I tried to, at least for people like me. Okay. So try that shit. Didn't work. Try fucking antidepressants. Totally fucked me up. I was on them for 11 years, fucked up everything in my fucking life. 
made me not feel any happiness, made me fucking, uh, you know, I knew I wasn't as depressed. Just numb. I was just numb to everything, yeah. which actually may have served me over the last decade in, in what I did with business, okay? Um, because you kind of have to be that way to do it. Uh, you know, I've made a lot of progress with my mental health the last four or five years with the Live Hard program. That's worked very well. But the, the, the anxiety part and the dopamine part, like I still wasn't ever feeling normal. I felt like I was just not feeling um, like a normal human being. It's just hard to explain unless you're in this spot. And, and what I think happened was I've, I've been dealing with so much stress for so fucking long that my nervous system completely was just not working at all. And so I, I started reading about some of the stuff he was telling me about with the cold therapy and shit. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll fucking try it. All right, so I tried it. Uh, today was my sixth day. Okay. All right, sixth day in a row. I cannot overstate how much better I feel mentally. Hmm. Meaning, yes, I feel good physically. Yes, it's helped me recover. Yeah, like it's in mental toughness shit, right? Like, yeah. I'm like, when I get out of the motherfucker, I'm like, yeah, these fucking guys ain't doing that shit. Yeah. Okay, it, I get it. There's an aspect to it. Yeah, for sure. I love it. And I do it first thing in the morning right out of bed. Um, but the, whatever's happening with that vagus nerve inside my body has made me for the last, took about three days to really feel anything like it. But now I almost feel like fucking normal. Like I didn't go through any of that stress for the last fucking 24 years. Like, I almost feel like I felt before I got into business. And that's hmm. going to make me really fucking dangerous in business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to run everybody the fuck over. Yeah. Um, and I feel good. Right? Uh, so, <clears throat> anyway, my point in bringing this up or, you know, in, in saying this is, like, dude, I think that for people that suffer from anxiety and depression, before you go try any of this other shit, Start doing cold immersion therapy for fucking three minutes a day, first thing in the morning. Try it for, you know, and I, I was told, and I don't know this because I'm only on day six, but I was told that it takes about three weeks for you to really feel the benefits of it mm. in this regard. But I can tell you after six days, I fucking already get it. So if yeah. I continue to get better over the next three weeks, fuck, that's, that's gravy for me because I feel fucking great right now. Yeah. So if you're suffering from this, this stuff, if this is something that you consistently deal with, like I dealt with this for a long, long, long time. Okay. It doesn't matter what it's from. It could be PTSD. It could be, you know, overload of long-term, you know, chronic stress, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. If you're suffering with these things, try this, try this out. That's all I'm saying. Like try, try getting in a fucking cold plunge every single day. First thing in the morning, however you got to do it. If your gym has one or, you know somebody who has one, or if you even got to just go get a bucket. Must I've seen people take the fucking yeah. beer uh, and that's fine. Whiskey barrels. Yeah, the, the barrel. The, yeah. There's that company that makes those barrels. Mm -hmm. There's Cold Plunge Company. There's a number of different options. I will say that I use the Cold Plunge Company one. I think it's a fucking. It, it's an amazing product. It not looks good. Huh? Not an ad. Yeah, it's not. An ad. No, this is really not. <laughs> an ad. It's real shit. Yeah, though. yeah like yeah. The, I, I. Well, the dude, those are big boy, big boy approved too, man. Because like, yeah, you feel honest, like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big we, motherfucker. We ain't getting a little oak barrel, yeah. bro. We ain't I think those, <laughs> they might make extra different sizes of those. I'm not sure, hmm. but they're like five grand, you know, and it's a big investment. So like, but I'm telling you, dude, like that five grand is probably the best five grand I ever fucking spent in my whole life after hmm. just six days. So 
There's a free plug for, for cold plunge. I know I said no ads, <laughs> but like, here's the deal. I didn't pay me. This is right. just real shit. Right. Um, they didn't give me a free tank. They didn't, you know, there was no fuck. It was none of that. And however you decide to do it, like I got guys here that use uh, like those big plastic containers mm -hmm. and they fill it with ice. Same thing. However you got to do it. Yeah. You got to make sure that you get in all the way to your fucking, to where the back of your neck is in the water for, and what I'm doing for three minutes. And, I, and I'd be curious to hear from you guys after trying it. You guys who are really like, and this is not, I'm not saying it'll fucking cure you. I'm not saying it's the, I'm not saying stop doing whatever else you're doing. I'm just explaining to you that out of all the things I've tried and done, there's been not even a, nothing comparable hmm. to the amount of benefit that I get for such a small commitment of time. And it, I, I'm sold on it. I'll probably never fucking ever, like I probably never go a day in my life without doing it. I was going to ask you that. I have that that's going to be the tough part. How the hell do we do that when we go travel? Well, motherfucker, <laughs> we're going to be filling that bathtub with ice. I, I'll never not do it yeah. because of how good I fucking feel. And another thing wow. is I'm sleeping now. Yeah. Like I haven't slept in 20 years, dude. People think I'm full mm. of shit. Like Wait, I, so sleep, I sleep one, two hours a day for so, the last 20 years. So you're saying by doing it in the morning and then you go your whole day, I know your normal work schedule, you're sleeping better at night, yes. even just from those three minutes in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And then also another thing that's because like after I do it, I get in the shower. So right. I don't get in the shower hot either. I go take a cold shower and I turn the water fully on cold. But dude, because the water in the plunge is so cold, it yeah. actually, you can't tell that the water in the shower is cold. So you're actually getting a little bit more cold immersion that you mm. would, so it's like a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, if you take like 30 minute showers, you probably don't want to do that. But I'm like real low maintenance, bro. I get the fucking, I get the, the <laughs> critical parts. I get the fuck out, you know? So small, I'm in there, yeah, I'm in there for three or four minutes. With small crevices. Yeah, right, right. Like I'm doing my butt, you know, I'm fucking <laughs> doing my underarms. With the loofah. Get my wiener, you know, get the fuck out, you know? So like, uh, you yeah. know, I might, I might, you know, put some shampoo in my hair or whatever, but like I'm fucking, it's quick. Um, but I'm telling you, dude, like real talk. And I, I can't, you guys have been listening to me for almost a decade. All right. We, we've been on audio platforms for almost a decade, killing it. You've never heard me fucking plug something like that before ever. Never done it. Hmm. Well, I, I'm excited to see. Yeah. Well, we're almost one week down. So we'll, we'll see where yeah. we're at in two weeks. We'll yeah. Check back and I, it doesn't matter. Like if you don't have the five grand, so that's expensive. I will tell you, if you do have the five grand, I will say I truly, that product is a great fucking product. Yeah. It looks good. It doesn't. Like, you know, I don't want shit that looks bad. I don't want it to look weird. It looks yeah. nice. You know what I'm saying? It cleans itself. It's yeah, like, right. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. I'm, um, well, that's good, man. Yeah. And I think that if you can't do the cold plunge, I would highly encourage you to use ice therapy on the back of your neck for like at least three minutes hmm. every single morning when you wake up first thing. Yeah. Try that. Because, dude, I'm telling you, there's something to that vagus nerve. Um, I, I know Huberman's talked about it a few times. I haven't really, you know, I can't really watch anybody else's shit because I'm too busy running my business and then making this. Uh, but a lot of my friends and Dr. Gabrielle told me uh, about, you know, the benefits of this shit. But like, bro, I don't think they recommend it. Not saying they don't recommend it. Like they, Huberman and Dr. Gabrielle do. But I'm saying, I, I think this is a known thing that they don't talk about or tell people about because it's so cheap and easy that they can't make money about it. Mm. I think it's another one of those things because I'm telling you, dude, it made every other thing I ever fucking tried a joke. Yeah. Including weed, including fucking like any drug, including anything. Mm. It's not comparable. And I think everybody in this building this week would say, man, what the fuck is going on with Andy? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm getting some fucking dopamine for the first time in 20 fucking years. Mm. You know, my, my fucking brain, I, I don't want to fucking blow my brains out every single second of the fucking day. Well, I mean, even thinking about like this, I mean, I think I was a lot worse, bro. 
I think my body was in a lot worse shape than I actually realized it was. After feeling how mm. I feel now, I had forgotten, mm. I had forgotten that people feel this way. That's how good I feel. Like I, I fuck, I'm like, fuck, mm. dude, I forgot what this feels like. That's how long it's been. It's deep. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah, I mean, just adding on to the part of like, you know, well, why they wouldn't want people, like this is not advertised because could you imagine you know, half the American population walking around with no anxiety and happy and full of, you know what I'm saying? Could you imagine How much that? more productive are you going to be? That's right? why I said, dude, like when I say run you over, I don't mean you. I'm just saying whatever comes Life. my way. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going to fucking, dude, whatever I'm doing a week ago is now getting done by fucking 10 o'clock a.m. and I'm killing it. It's a superpower, bro. I'm yeah. just telling you, dude. Yeah. If, you're a fucking, if you're a fucking military guy who has the PTSD, Maybe you went through an injury or you witnessed some shit or whatever. Dude, at least give it a try. Try for three weeks. Try for I'm committing to a minimum of three weeks. I don't think even after what I've seen for six days, I don't think there's a single fucking day I could miss. Hmm. That's how important it's become to me already. Damn, man. Well, yeah. Like I said, well, well, we'll check in with you in about two weeks to yeah. see where we're no, at. I'm real. excited for Bro, you. Well, I'm just, man. listen, I'm just telling the truth. Like, yeah. I, you know? That's real shit. I hope, I hope I hope those cold plunge guys make a whole bunch of money off of this because it will help a lot of people. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Well, we we can help some people today. Yeah, we're gonna. It's, that's what we do here. Q and A, man. And I got some good ones for you. So let's yeah. uh, let's dive into these. Um, Andy, question number one. Uh, Andy, I struggle with imposter syndrome. Uh, in the past twelve months of my business, everything is on the upswing. On the outside, everyone views me as. Uh, quote, becoming successful. And the numbers support that. But I internally, uh, in, but internally, I struggle with the feelings of whether I'm doing the things right, uh, whether I'm doing enough. Mm -hmm. And I question everything that I'm filled, uh, and I'm filled with anxiety and doubt. When you were building your businesses, did you struggle with this? And, uh, and if you did, how'd you overcome it? I still struggle with it. Yeah. I still struggle with it every single day. Every single, you know this. Mm -hmm. I come in here every day. I'm like, why do these people listen to me? Why, yeah. why, why do people care what I have to say? And like, bro, it should be obvious. Like when I sit back and I like look at it logically, just like this person, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like I've done some real shit in, at a large scale and a whole bunch of different things. I oh. built multiple companies. I created maybe the most popular fitness program that's ever fucking existed. Mental, mental toughness program that's ever first, you know, like I've done a lot of things. Like, it's so like, then I, when I look at it logically, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Um, but, you know, I still on the inside, I'm just a normal person. And I think that's where it is. That's the truth. Like, like whoever it is that you look at from the outside, you have to remember they're still a normal pure person on the inside. And this is why I hate internet culture so much and how brutal it is to some people. Because, dude, like a lot of those people that you guys think it's okay just to tear down because they're a big name and they should be able to handle it. Those are just normal people just like you, dude. Like, what if the whole world was coming down on you? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have more grace for each other in that regard. But I think, you know, uh, the imposter syndrome is something that, like, if most people are being honest, they struggle with a little bit from time to time at a bare minimum. Um, but I know in those times, like, what I do is I, I, I actually remove myself from me and pretend like I'm observing me. And would I find myself credible if I were observing me from the outside? And the answer is always, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in fact, like, and I'm just being real, I don't know a whole lot of people that I would listen to more than that yeah. because of the, the, you know, the fucking results produced. The pudding, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And like, that's why I stress for you guys to follow people who have actually produced real results because a lot of people are, 
Now think about the imposter syndrome of the people who are pretending to have produced shit that haven't. Right. Like those people are the most insecure, which is why you see them lose their motherfucking minds on social media all the time. Yeah. Right. So, um, there was a book I read uh, a long time ago that I thought was good uh, on this topic. It's called You Are a Badass by a woman named Jen Sincero. Uh, I thought that was a really good book um, on this exact topic. And it's much more in depth than what I can answer here. But I thought that was helpful for me at the time. I probably read that book 10 years ago. Um, but, you know, I, I think this is a natural progression, dude. And I don't think you're abnormal for 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 feeling that way. And I also think that it it's okay to feel that way, too, because those feelings actually keep us humble, right? Mm. Would you want to be someone who just believed all your own fucking positive press clippings and think you're the fucking, you'd become the biggest egotistical fuckhead on the world. No. So a lot of that imposter syndrome, if we use it properly, serves us very well because it keeps us humble and keeps us hungry. Because when we're humble and we're hungry, uh, you know, we can progress. But like a lot of people, again, they, they mistake humility. They think humility is not say anything, not do anything, not be anything, and just shut up and go live a small life. And you know, be happy with what you have, be happy with your porridge peasant. Like yeah, right, that's right. what they think humility is. And humility isn't that dude. Humility is recognizing that I am no better than uh, the person who has to, you know, take out the trash. Uh, and I am no less than the person who is worth a hundred billion dollars. And we start to recognize that we are all still human beings and we have capabilities. And uh, it's not that, you know, we think less of other people. It's that we actually think more of the people behind us. And so we find a good baseline of humility there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So like that, when you're humble like that and you understand that, okay, you're not as good as you, as you are at the best you've ever been, but you're also not shit when people tell you you're shit. That gives you a good baseline for self-confidence and self-esteem, right? So like these all things, all these things intertwine, man. And it's a, uh, it's interesting how people see it, but I think the imposter syndrome thing is a normal, a normal, I think if most entrepreneurs who have any sort of success or following or, or financial, financial growth, or they own anything, I think if you ask them, dude, like, and you got them to be real, they're all going to struggle with that. I haven't really met anybody that doesn't. Yeah. I've, I, so is it safe to say, like, even going off of the intro conversation, things like anxiety, uh, things like imposter syndrome, right? While most people will look at these things as signs that, okay, it's time to quit. This isn't for me. Those are actually the common denominators of what it takes to become successful. He's just looking at it the wrong way and maybe not dealing with it appropriately. Yeah, I think the way to leverage it for yourself is to say, okay, I'm feeling low about myself right now. Um, things seem to be good, but I do have work to do. And then go do that work. And just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to touch back on what I said about humility. You know, like people misunderstand humility. They think a lot of people think that it's, you know, you have to think of less of yourself, but you can also be humble and think more of others. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People try to remove themselves from the spotlight. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like, bro, when I look at other motherfuckers, the whole, my whole thing is, is I look at people and I'm like, bro, you're capable of so much more. And that's not, that's not me thinking I'm better than you. That's, I'm saying you're underliving your potential. Mm. There's nothing egotistical or arrogant about that. That's, how, that's humility because what I'm saying is I see the same things I have in you and you're just not capitalizing on them. Mm. And I'm trying to raise you up. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So a lot of times people will judge people as not humble because they're, you know, they love themselves. Real talk. Like I'm proud of who the fuck I am. I'm proud of what I am. I'm proud of what I've done. At the same time, I think any of you listening are capable of doing what I've done. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
There's nothing not humble about that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hum, humble is a funny thing, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, most people use it as an excuse to attack other people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because of their own inability. That's right. Yeah. Well, and like, bro, there's people that you know, there's people on the internet talk about humility all the time, bro. And then you go to their page, and every single fucking post of theirs is, you know, them with no shirt on or that or they're, all their material <laughs> shit or whatever. And it's like, look, man, like you're not fooling nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like being humble is really, it's really a a, a value of service. And a perspective that you see other people as 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 the same as you, and and how could I how could I honestly dedicate my entire life to helping other people win if I wasn't humble enough to realize that the people I'm trying to help win have the same qualities I have? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it doesn't matter how many fucks I use or how my tone is or how many fucking nice ass cars I have. Mm. I still know that I'm no better than anybody listening. And I know that every motherfucker listening to this show right now, you right now have every bit of capability that I had the exact same. You just got to fucking execute, dude. Andy, question number two, Andy. Uh, Andy, I'm a big time listener from Switzerland. My boss thinks I'm too good natured towards customers. I often hear at work or in private life that I'm very nice and helpful and almost too well behaved. I think that there are enough dickheads in the world. Why should I become one too? But on the other hand, I see how guys that are assholes overtake me, occupy high positions, and seem to get what they want in life. My wife says I shouldn't change, but I'm starting to doubt my niceness. What would you advise me to do? Um, I would advise you to look at the situation as a realist. What you're doing is you're confusing two different things as one thing. You are looking at people who have achieved more than you, and you are saying the reason that they have achieved more than you is because they're an asshole. That is not why they have achieved more than you. The reason they have achieved more than you is because they are probably higher skilled, but they also have something that you don't have, which you need to develop, which is the ability to stand up for yourself when the time comes, okay? You can be the nicest person in the world. You can give people the shirt off your back. You can help people as much as possible. And when you become that nice person, you also become a target for high-level manipulative people who will walk all over you. And if you don't have a strong boundary that you are willing to say, hey, listen, I'm a nice guy, but don't fuck with me. Okay. If you don't have that ability in you, you're going to get walked all over. Mm-hmm. So you have to develop a little bit of an edge there, bro. You have to set, learn where your boundary is of people um, not walking all over you. And you also have to identify that the difference between you and the quote unquote asshole probably isn't that they're an asshole. It's probably that they have a boundary that you think is being mean when in reality it's a necessary skill that you must have to occupy the position and continue to move up the scale. So you have to look at setting a boundary as a skill set and, and keep the niceness. Don't lose the good nature shit, bro. The world needs more of that than, than it's ever needed before ever. Both can exist. Yeah, and both yeah. can exist. And they are not, they are not uh, you know, two different things. They can be the same fucking thing. But you're seeing it the wrong way. That's why you think it's the, you can't have this. You, people think like binary, right? I can only be, if I'm nice, I can never be mean. Right. That's not true. Right. I'm nice as fuck, bro. But I'm going to tell you, if you step on my toes, I'm going to stomp on yours every single time. Every single time. And that's, that's what's allowed me to continue to progress. Because while I am nice, generous, and will help you, people start to respect me because they know, okay, 
let's not take advantage of that because we know bad things will occur. Right. Right. Well, I, heard, I heard that one time that guy tried, you know, step on his toes. And yeah. Right. Like exactly. You make right. an example of a few of those people, they stop fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jordan Peterson talks about this when he talks about everybody should become a fucking monster and then learn to control it. All right. So that's what that is. Like, I will tear your motherfucking head off, dude. And everybody fucking knows it. But here's the thing. I don't go there. I don't go. I have the capacity to go there, but I don't fucking go there. I will. I will. let. In fact, I will let people have as much grace as possible because I know once that line is crossed, it, it's, it's not good. It's a monster. Okay, that's right. And so, like, dude, what you need to work on and what all of you need to work on who are nice, good people is developing that ability to just say no. And that's that's the boundary. It's the boundary of saying no when you mean no. Right. No is a powerful statement. It is also a complete sentence and it requires no explanation. I do not need to explain to you why the answer is fucking no. The answer is just fucking no. no oh, well, why not? Because I said so. Oh, why not? Because I feel like it. Why not? I don't because it doesn't matter. It's no. And we all have the right to be that way. And in society, bro, we've lost that skill set of saying no because it's been deemed impolite or, or, or mean. It's not mean. It's simple communication. Like, and change your perspective from it being a mean thing, setting a boundary, and just understand it's simple communication. It's very simple. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Or no, I'm not. Or hey, uh, that was bullshit. Like, start to fucking tell people whenever they cross over that line, and people will start to learn where the line is. If you don't let them know, if people don't know where the line is, bro, then then they will they will walk as far until that line exists. And if that line doesn't exist, they'll walk right over you. Yeah, or even worse, you just keep redrawing the line after it gets crossed. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a downward spiral. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's um it's a it's a weird thing. And like, dude, I don't think I don't think that there's anything wrong with being kind or nice or any of that things. And I think a lot of times people like even for me, I think people misperceive me and misunderstand me a lot of times. Like they hear me get fired up or passionate about something that I care about or that because I use uh, profanity in the most artistic way possible, okay, <laughs> and got a gold fucking medal for how good I use it, Yeah. all right, um, they think I'm a mean person, right? I'm not a mean person. Go ask anybody in here if I'm a mean guy. Go ask anybody to spend any time with me if I'm mean. No, I'm the, probably one of the best fucking people when it comes to helping people, lifting people up, doing good things in the world that fucking exist. The difference is, is that if you step on my toes, there's a fucking line there. That I, that I hold very firmly. And so like, if you could develop that, I think that's a great balance. I think that's a great way to be because that line gets crossed so, so infrequently that in reality, and then, you know, once people know it's there, they stop crossing it and then you can live a nice peaceful life and everybody's happy. Everybody gets treated with respect. You get to help people. They get to, they get to receive your help. That's how the world goes around. We as a culture and humanity have just lost the ability to be a, uh, confrontational in any sort of way um up it up to and including just saying no yeah that's because it's all online now yeah but you like a hundred years ago you, I mean, do you ever notice do you ever notice like this is something that i see online a lot that i wish people would realize like do you ever notice how many people over explain themselves like do you ever notice how people will like whatever they're posting or whatever they're saying online they have to like explain it sort of like you know, like they'll post a picture of their of their car, right? And they're like, I usually don't post this picture of cars, but blah, 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 blah. Or um, they'll post a picture of the physique they built. And they're like, well, you know, 
I usually don't post these selfies. Bro, just fucking do it. Like, stop explaining yourself. The, the explanation that you're like preemptively trying to put in is, is, is diluting the respect that people would have for you if you just owned who the fuck you were, right? And you just say, hey, man, fuck, my fucking car's cool. I think it's cool. I hope you like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, just own who the but fuck you are. But if you, you don't, are. it's okay. Hey, man, I'm, I like proud, it. I'm proud of who the fuck I am. Yeah. I'm proud of my physique. You don't have to say shit. Post your shit and fucking, you know, yeah. like, dude, stop over explaining. Like, stop, stop all this shit, bro. Like, you don't need, you don't owe people an explanation. You really mm. don't. Like, and, and dude, when you over explain, it lowers your value in people's eyes because people inherently feel that on the inside. They're like, this doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't, there's, it doesn't pass the smell test. Mm. You know what I mean? Of confidence. So like a lot, like, dude, you know, own who you are, man. You're a fucking nice dude, but don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll do anything for you, but don't fuck with me. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll fucking come to your house. I'll wash your car. I'll fucking mow your lawn. Don't fuck with me. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's how we have to be, bro. Otherwise people will walk all over you your whole life, you know? And, 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 and you, and, and if you set that standard and once you teach people how to behave and operate with you, right now you have, you can go live your whole life being happy and peaceful and fun and jolly and all the shit that you like to be and still be fucking successful and productive and win because you cannot win without the ability to say no, you can't fucking win that way. Can't do it. Can't do it. Bro, I would never promote someone in my company to a leadership position that didn't have, how could I fucking put someone in a leadership position? Think about this. That couldn't fucking tell people no. Can't hold a line. Yeah. It's a fundamental reality skill that you have to have to be successful. So like that shit that you're perceiving as guys being an asshole is just their boundary, mm. most likely. And they're probably skilled. Yeah. You know, and maybe they're not as nice as you, but the world doesn't work on the fucking nice rating, bro. The world works on the effectiveness rating. What kind of results do you produce? Did the job get done? The, the, the reality is yeah. that it works so much that way that you have to be a total fucking cocksucker to fuck it up if you're a high-producing individual. That's real. It's yeah. real talk. Like, yeah. you have to be a terrible human to fuck it up if you're a high-producing individual. You, you have to. The world, is, your guys' perception, the world's perception of how it really works has been distorted and been built to think that it's around your feelings. and it's, it's still not that way. It'll never be that way. It's still a meritocracy. And so many people are playing by this other set of rules on fucking feelings now that they're getting a rude awakening. This is what I talked about on the MFCEO project for so long. I talked about how these kids would come through life, never being told no, getting participation trophies, being told it was going to be easy, being told they're entitled to other people's wealth, being told that socialism's a great thing, being told all this shit, right? And they believed it. They were like, fuck yeah, okay, well, by the time I'm 25, dude, I'll be, I'll be getting everybody's shit, so I'll be good. And now here they are, they're unemployable, they're throwing public temper tantrums, they're, they're, they're fucking broke, they're fucking miserable. And then instead of saying, man, I fucking made a mistake, they're saying, uh, I'm choosing to be broke and miserable. Right. That's my life choice. Like, I'm humble. I'm, I'm, I'm humble. <laughs> I'm simple. I'm living a minimal, minimalist life. Yeah. Minimalist yeah. life. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Like, dude, we're, we're. Hold on. Let me take, let me take a sip of my IPA here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, bro. Like, like, so like, I can very clearly see that you guys are not fucking happy. Mm. And, and I wish you guys would just come to terms with you were sold a bag of shit for, for the truth. And the truth is skills pay the fucking bills. And it's going to be that way today. 
It's going to be that way tomorrow. It was this way 10 years ago. It was this way 40 years ago. It was this way a thousand years ago. And it's going to be that way a thousand years from now. So the quicker that you can start to realize that this idealistic fucking nonsense that they have pumped into people's brains, that things operate on people's feelings and start to operate with the understanding that it operates on results produced and skill sets obtained and executed uh, and leveraged to build and winning, you'll start to win. But you cannot, that's like playing, that's like me and you sitting down for a game of chess and me starting to play checkers on the board. Yeah, right. Ain't gonna work. That ain't the game. Ain't gonna work. And like, dude, it's that simple. Like, it just isn't the game. Feelings aren't the game. Results produced are the game. That is fucking it. And it'll always be that way. And, and you can be, you have to be, so, you can be as nice as fucking humanly possible, bro. And if you don't understand the skills and you have no skills, you can't win. Cannot fucking win. Nice is not like a skill set in that regard. You have to be able to produce. Now, it's always better if you're a fucking producer and a nice person that brings other people with you. That's a great way to be. I think that's the way the world should be. But this confusion that people generally have about feelings and niceness and these things paying the bills is not accurate. It's not true. It's not a real thing. It's, it's like, okay, you know, this is like, this is like the nice, this is like the nice guy uh, with girls, right? Mm, like girls oh always man. talk about this shit. They're like, you know, the, the fucking guy friend with girls who's nice as shit, brings them flowers, this, that, the other, and she doesn't want to date him. But he'll still fucking treat her like all this shit. And then he ends up getting fucking furious that she won't fuck him. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the deal, bro. Um, you, you feel entitled to her doing that because you're doing this. And this is no different than people who are nice in business. Oh, I'm the nicest guy ever. I deserve to be rewarded. That's, you're, that's not even really genuinely nice. That's manipulation. Right. You're, you, you think that because you're nice, you're, you're here to produce, you're, you're entitled to some sort of success or result. And that's not reality. Reality is you produce fucking results with the skills you have and your personality is a plus or a minus to that. Like the, the, the whole game is misunderstood by a, an entire generation of people. Mm. And that gives the people who understand that a massive advantage over everybody else. It is skills, it is execution, and it is results. And that is it. I love it. And if you have a great personality, which you should, you'll do better with skills, execution, and results. It's a, it's a, it's a plus. But there's lots of people who do not have the, the personality that still have the skills, execution, results that, do, that make a fuck ton of money. And that's what I'm saying. Like You have to be a pretty terrible human being to really fuck that up because that's so much how it works that way. It's not even a little bit the other way. You follow me? Absolutely, man. Like, dude, you guys are playing the wrong game. You're, you're trying to play checkers on a fucking chessboard, and then you're pissed off that you're not producing the results. Well, you've been told that the rules of chess are actually checkers your whole life, and, and that's not my fault. And it, it's nature. And it's not the asshole's fault. No, it's not the asshole's fault. <laughs> it's, it's your fucking parents' fault. It's your teacher's yeah. fault, and it's the people you trust's fault. And it's also your fault for not looking into other opinions besides theirs. And so you believe the shit that they sold you, and now you're pissed and you're pissed at the people who are doing shit because they didn't buy the lesson that you bought. So just change your perspective and realize you got fucking lied to and change your life and you'll be right there with them. <clears throat> Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Uh, Andy, question number three. Andy, I'm quickly approaching making my first million dollars in my business that I've ran for the last five years. Can you walk us through your headspace when you made your first million dollars? Did you have any new realizations? Did it change how you operated? 
And what are, what are some of the things that I should be mindful of uh, when I get closer to this milestone? Is he talking like personally make a million Personally bucks? making a million dollars. I never thought anything of it because I wanted to make a billion. So I never like, like that was expected for me. The first time I made a million dollars, I didn't celebrate. I didn't think it was, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, oh, well, made a million dollars. <laughs> that's how I thought about it. Yeah. You know, and uh, not even for a second, you were like, damn, okay, that's a million right there. No, not really. Hmm. My shit just got nicer. My house has got nicer. My fucking cars got nicer. Business got bigger. And it was all the same. Yeah. It's all the same, dude. I'm telling you. What I tell you guys about like it being, there's a point of, of your life where you're going to get enough money to where all the money after that is going to feel very small to you. It's not going to make an impact. Mm. And, and, and I, don't, I didn't need to make a million dollars to be happy. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when I could go to dinner and I could pay for dinner and not have to look at the menu and not care, and that doesn't take a million dollars. That takes less than a million dollars. Right. So I didn't really think anything of it. I just didn't. And uh, I also think you need to be careful about how hard you value that quote unquote specific number on your income, because if that's what you value and that's what you see, that's the value that you set on yourself. And it's most likely that because most people will fall slightly short of their actual dream goal, um, because goals are not really truly achieved the way that people think they're achieved. Most people will set a goal, like say eight, a million bucks and they will get to $800,000 and then they will say, okay, well, I'm close to a million. So, and they kind of just hang out at 800,000 and tell themselves they're making a million. I'm a millionaire now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're not. And that's how most people achieve goals. So they actually never achieve the goal. But the champion, the people who continue to grow and they never slow down and never stop, when those people get to 800,000, they automatically take that goal from a million to 10 million and they just keep moving. And they don't think about it when they cross over that first goal, even though because they've already raised the bar before they hit the first goal. It. So it's a different way of thinking. Uh, that I think separates people who are, 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 are moderately successful from people who continuously progress and grow and win more and more and more over the course, course of their life. So like, I would be careful how much you put on a specific number because then it makes it almost really impossible to reach. You know, shoot for it, but then before you get to it, raise it up and, and continue to go. And um, that's that's my advice on that. And as far as like, I mean, what do you ask about? Like, uh, you said, and uh, the final part of that question was, what are some things that he should be mindful of? When you start making money and people start to realize that you're making money, a lot of people start to go into manipulation mode. Hmm. They start seeing you as a solution to their problems instead of a friend. Uh, they start seeing you as someone with no feelings and you have all the money in the world. And what difference does it make if you give me 100000 because it's not going to hurt you? And they start feeling entitled to your, your wealth and, and the things, and, and bro, and when you don't give it to them, a lot of those people will fucking hate you. And so that's a, that's a real thing. So like, um, if you're going to make a lot of money, you're going to have to get used to people like hating you because it's, it's just the culture in America right now. When I grew up, the culture in America was we celebrated successful people because they were living the American dream. They were, they were at, now you have all this communist propaganda that's infected people's minds and it's not celebrated the same way. And in fact, we have such a useless group of people, uh, a certain segment of society in our country is so useless that all they do is look for ways to get other people's shit. And so like, dude, you become a target, you get people who are not ethical, you know, pretending to be your best friend, 
uh, and you'll get fooled a bunch of times. And, you know, especially if you're a nice guy, like the guy in the last question, you know, um, so you got to be careful of that. But I mean, the reality is as much as I warn you, you're not going to believe it because the people that come at you are going to make you feel like you're the smartest, best fucking coolest thing ever. And, and you know, you're going to believe it because you want to believe that you're the smartest, best and coolest thing ever. So like people will play into your ego. They will pump you full of fucking shit that isn't even true. Uh, they will make you feel you're so much better than you are. And this is why, like, this is why for me personally, you guys will hear me downplay my actual success most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you say, oh man, congrats on all the success. My answer is always, well, dude, look, I got a long way to go. And I mean that, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. cause I, that, that, that helps defend me from people like coming at my ego. You know, I don't like that shit. And I can see when someone's doing it now. I'm old enough and experienced enough to see it. So a lot of you young motherfuckers that think you're smoozing me, you're actually just writing yourself right off, right off out of my life immediately. Oh, you, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely, it's man. so easy to I see once it. you've been through it a little bit. But when you, when you have to go through it, when you first start making money, it's a, um, it's a more difficult thing to navigate. Yeah, I love that, man. So, so you're saying just don't put too much pressure on that finite uh, number and become more aware of actually what's possible and know you're doing it right, just elevate the number. I, I'm saying realize that your goal is very fucking small and you need to set a new goal. If you're, if you're that close to a million dollars, stop talking about the million dollars, start talking about $10 million and keep fucking moving. Million dollars ain't what it used to be. And, and I know a lot of people are hearing this and they're saying, oh yeah, it's easy for someone with millions of dollars. Yeah, it is, except I have many responsibilities. And if I only had a million dollars, I couldn't fucking take care of them, okay? So like, as you grow a company, you're gonna have more people. That, that means more responsibility. You are responsible for those people. Yeah. Like you, you, those people's kids eat because of what the fuck you do. And decisions you make. Yeah, and if you, if you short circuit your fucking own goal setting because you think a million dollars is a lot of money right now, you're actually not hurting you, you're hurting them. You see what I'm saying? So we have to fucking keep ourselves moving because of the obligations that we have to other people that have helped us get there. So it's a, it's a you know, and that's a responsibility a lot of people don't think about. Yeah, yeah, man. You, you, get, you get enough employees, bro, and they start, you start getting to the age where they're having families and kids and you see it on the internet and you, you see them with their kids and you, like, bro, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. It's not about you anymore. It's about, holy shit, like those little kids are not going to eat if I don't get the fuck up and do my shit. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like that's a fucking, that's, I take that serious. Yeah. You know, you guys wonder why I fucking put in all this effort and do all these things and I'm out fucking killing myself and shit. It's not so like more people will do 75 hard or bro i have to do those things i'm not a superhero i have to do those things just like you have to do those things to pull the best out of me so that i can fulfill my responsibilities to the people that fucking have trusted me with their livelihood it's a big fucking responsibility man yeah so like if you're a fucking leader of a company and you're just a fat sloppy fuck you're actually fucking all the people that work for you bro because you're not pulling one fucking ounce of your abilities into what it is you're capable of doing. And I think that's a fucking terrible tragedy for people. And, and, and dude, if you're working for someone who ain't living the fucking life and who isn't fucking like taking it that serious, maybe you should consider relocating and working for someone who fucking does take it that serious. Because dude, and those people are very rare, but those kind of people will pull you fucking to the highest highs that you've never fucking been to. And I think that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. We only get one life, bro. We only have so much time. You know what I mean? That's fucking real, man. I yeah. love it. 
Well, guys, Andy, that was three, man. Go pay the fee. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.